1: China. China.
0: Yo, yo, this is Justin. Justin Bieber. Hey, it's
1: Ariana Grande. Just the interviews, a Zach Sang show, exclusive podcast.
0: Zach Sang show, beautiful humans. We got Dan, we got Hello. me, and we got Jordan Joe. Yes, hanging What's out up? in the studio. Hey. Good to see you. You too. You bring a uh, really positive energy into the room. I, I dig it.
1: Thank you. I'm a Pisces. That's what we do.
0: <laughs> I know that about you because I was watching your uh, Who Has the Best Boyfriend video today.
1: Yes. Good job. You doing your research? Let's oh. go. <laughs> Very in, I dude. was watching you on the way here, so we're both at the same.
0: Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> too you much know. of my voice. It makes people go, go a little nauseous.
1: You're like famous for your voice. Come on.
0: <laughs> Thank you. But this boyfriend thing and this whole YouTube lifestyle, is this a lifestyle that, like, was unexpected to you? Did you ever really think that this was going to be how you live your life?
1: Definitely not. I mean, I'm born in Michigan. I, like, we have a house there (laughs) on a farm. Like, it's, it's absolutely nothing like California at all. I not even maybe a small town in california like there's nothing there we have one stop like where michigan kalamazoo michigan <laughs> love it like three rivers kalamazoo Schoolcraft. like that's all my hood there and yeah growing up i was just a dancer and had obviously dreams of being a pop star and you know back then you didn't even know what social media was so it wasn't even a dream of mine to even start an instagram because i didn't know what it was but,
0: but you had access to the internet growing up, right? Because yes. you're still you're 19.
1: Yes, I'm almost 19, 18 now.
0: Almost 19. You look so young.
1: Oh my gosh, you sound way over there. Oh no, ears. I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> I I do sound young. Uh, I do look young. I get that a lot.
2: That's been, a good thing though.
1: 18 is young. 18 is young. But
0: but you did grow up with the internet, right? Like a computers in your school and stuff like that, obviously.
1: Yeah, we had computers in school, and that's like it. I had a um, what was it called a like a
0: what's a Palm that phone pilot?
1: that phone that you had to put limits on when you're a kid that you would get
0: wait is it like a is it prepaid
1: yes but, i don't know i had that phone that you could call, like, your dad and your mom.
0: And that was it?
1: Yeah, when I was, oh, like, six. And I rem- then I got an iPhone when I turned, like, 12.
0: See, it's crazy. I remember when they released those because they were such a big know. deal because you can only call two. It's the cell phone for kids.
1: Yeah, and then emergency, like, 911. <laughs> button. And that was it? Yeah.
0: And I, my generation grew up with, like, razors and, like, sidekicks. Mm-hmm. Do you even know what a sidekick is?
1: Is that, like, the...
0: Yeah. Yes. Con- almost. It, you don't slide it, though. You hit one button and it kind of... That's oh. the noise it makes.
1: So I went from track phone.
0: Oh. That's track good. from good.
1: Track phone, I think. I think that's what it's called, yeah. to a LG where it slid. It was green phone. Oh, nice. And then an iPhone 3 or 4.
0: So, w- when you start dancing, was being a pop star a dream when you first started, or did that dream form?
1: Yeah, it kind of formed. It was It was more of a, okay, I want to be a professional dancer. That's my dream. I I even wanted to be in Billy Elliot at one point in my life, cool. and that's when I like started singing, kind of. And then I was really wanting to sing when Frozen came out, the movie. I was <laughs> singing all the songs, and then that's when I was like, okay, I want to... It was also when I moved out to L.A., it was, okay, Frozen came out, I'm singing, I'm in a girl group, I'm a rapper in the group, and then it was like, okay, next step is I'm going to be a pop star. You knew? Yeah.
0: But when do you join the Abby Lee Dance Mom whole community? Is Mm -hmm. that in Michigan, or is that when you come to Studio City?
1: So that was when I... Semi lived in Michigan, Semi was living in apartments or hotels at the time in California because I was going back and forth for jobs Got it. whenever I would book it. But they found me on YouTube, they found a solo of mine on a YouTube channel that I didn't even post, and then they wanted me to do a Skype call And then I went to New York to actually have an interview with them. And then that's when the show happened in downtown LA.
0: Oh, whoa. So you weren't like a member of her dance company before that or anything like that. No. You were doing your own thing posting on YouTube.
1: Yeah. Kind of everyone that was on that show didn't really have a relation to her before at all. Got it. And we didn't even know that the show was even Abby's Ultimate Dance Competition. There was no relation to Abby Lee Miller. They totally hid that from us until we literally were on camera. They were like, okay, this show's actually called Abby's Ultimate Dance Competition and Abby Lee Miller is going to be the coach. Like, it was called My Kid Can Dance.
0: Well, and what do you think when you find out that she's the coach?
1: Um, Well, my mom was way more excited than I was, obviously, because <laughs> she was like... She's been, she owned the studio in Michigan with my dad. Oh, cool. So she was always in the dance world and watching those shows and always, I don't know, she just looked up to Abby Lee Miller. I don't know what it was, so she freaked out. But I was just more excited because to get the training from her, and it was so, like, it took us, like, from for a loop. Like, it was so unexpected.
0: What do you learn from Abby that you hadn't learned from any other dance teacher before her?
1: Well... It was also my first time dancing on a TV show and kind of my first TV show. So it was also like I got to, I I learned how to work on camera and to be on time and like be on set and long hours and all of that stuff. So it was totally different from being in my studio from like 3 to 9 p.m. And so it was was also just getting ready to be in the industry. It kind of shaped me for that. And she's just very strict. So it's unlike any training really
0: did your mom own the dance studio before you started dancing
1: no she did not she bought it i think three years or two years after i've been dancing there maybe even longer after that maybe seven years i have no idea but i just know that she told me she bought the studio and that was like the happiest day of my life because i loved that studio and then I got to do like all the classes and you know I was always like a boss girl so I would always tell people like not go in the back room and do not go in this room and okay stores are closed like get out and then I would walk across the street to the mall with my friends and yeah I was always kind of I felt like also an owner with my mom.
0: So dance is hard like I tap dance for six years when I was younger. Let's go. Thank you. But it's a huge commitment. I was dancing with people who literally lived at the studio and gave every fiber of their being to it.
1: It's insane. It kind of just pulls you in and it's, I don't know, dance is like a drug for me. I feel like you just can't stop or you need more or whatever it is and it's it's crazy because I would want to stay after hours and... Freestyle in the room all alone by myself, just playing music, even though I know I had to do homework or, you know, be at school the next day. And I just couldn't wait till the bell rang to go to the dance studio after. It was like the only thing I looked forward to living in Michigan.
0: Did you miss anything that you wish you didn't miss because of dance?
1: Um, not really. Really? Yeah. Be- because that was my life and that was the only thing I wanted to do. And it, it's kind of like if I wanted. I don't know. There wasn't even anything. It wasn't when I needed to be at a school dance or have a boyfriend or none of that stuff. It was like my focus was dance.
0: Do you still dance six hours a day every day now?
1: No, but actually this morning I had a dance class and it was so much fun. It's since I've focused more on singing now, it's basically way, way less time. It's more of I dance when I'm in rehearsals, getting ready for a show or something like that.
0: How long have you been in L.A. now?
1: Um, I think seven years, eight years. Wow. But before that, I was back and forth, you know, playing. I was staying, I was in the air longer than I would have been in Michigan or <laughs> L.A. Like, I was literally back and forth so much that I don't even remember, like, the exact year I moved here.
0: Does the Ultimate Dance Competition change your life, like, in terms of fame?
1: Yeah, it did. That was uh, the day that they announced the show being a show because we had to hide it for like six months or something. I hit a million followers on Instagram that day and I was one of the only people out in LA who kind of had a million followers if you weren't like Justin Bieber. (laughs) So it was a big deal for me and a lot of people because it wasn't, social media influencer or social media wasn't really that big back then. I think it was 2014 or 15 when I had a million followers. So it's like a long time ago and people think that that's so cool that I had a million followers back then, but that show really made me get known all around the world, even, because that show would play other places, and every time I meet people, they're either like, oh my god, I love your singing, or I love your YouTube videos, or I saw you at Abby's Ultimate Dance Competition. (laughs) Like, it's one of those three things.
0: What kind of videos were you making before the Ultimate Dance Competition that got you even close to a million followers?
1: Well... I was just posting every day on Instagram or like four times a day. like Of what? I, I don't know, just random things, selfies, Tilt Tuesday, if it was Tuesday, I posted that. I was just always on the popular page for a random reason. like I don't know why they they would always put my photos on everyone's feeds, but I just kept growing and growing and doing fan contests, and it was just, I, I wasn't expecting it.
0: Were you doing YouTube videos at the time?
1: Well... Whenever I would have a dance solo, my mom would buy the footage and they would post it on YouTube, just my solos. Like, I didn't post normal videos. It was just my dance solos.
0: And that that's crazy to I me. I know.
1: It's really weird. <laughs> that's cool. Well,
0: I mean, yeah. That kind of seems like weird fade or lottery or... Yeah. Because
1: I mean, a lot of people were doing it, but I don't know. I just, like, happened to get a million followers from posting on Instagram and YouTube.
0: So beyond Frozen and you singing Frozen, do you want to become a singer? Do you realize that you want to become a singer because maybe you realize that I don't know, like dancing is a hard industry to be in. Mm-hmm. Money's not great. You mm-hmm. can get hurt one second. Yep. You could be done forever.
1: Yep. It's well, I don't know. It was it was mainly cuz how I worked is whatever I did, I had to be the best at it. And then once I felt like secure and at what I at the goal I wanted to be at it was like okay time to move on next thing next thing cuz I knew I didn't want to be a dancer the rest of my life I didn't want to be backup dancing for Miley Cyrus like I want to be the Miley Cyrus you know what I mean so it was like I I worked and worked and then when I got to the point I was like okay time to act okay time to be a rapper okay time to be a singer so it was like now I'm at the exact goal I want to be and then now I'm reaching to the touring and the number one singles, and all of that stuff. So that's where I'll be soon.
0: Interesting transition to go from a rapper <laughs> to a singer. Yeah. I mean Would you consider yourself a real rapper? Like, could you flow? Can you mumble
1: something? <laughs> yeah, like, I I could rap because growing up, I only, I was, my favorite style at the studio in dance class was hip-hop. Like, I begged my mom to have a hip-hop solo. There was no one else that was in the hip-hop category. So if I was the last jazz solo at the competition, and I was first in the hip-hop section, I would have to get off of stage, and by the time that they were done announcing my hip-hop solo to come back on stage, I would have changed my hair and makeup and the outfit backstage to go right back on stage. So hip-hop, I just fell in love with it, and then I wanted to rap, so I did, and then I made a cover, and it had 50 million views. Are you talking
0: about Fancy? Which one? No,
1: Banji. It's my number, Uh. like my highest viewed video, and... Yeah, I like was like booty dancing in it and like rapping and no one saw, no one would have expected that from me. So it kind of just blew up and all the comments were like freaking out over why I was rapping and twerking.
0: Was that your first and last rap attempt or did you rap more after that?
1: I rapped, that was the first one ever. That was okay. the first one and it was the first cover I ever did. And then I did like four or five after that.
0: But when you're covering a record and you're doing a rap cover or something, are you putting your own verses in it, but using the beat, or are you reciting the same rap lyrics?
1: Well, when they would swear or be like ratchet or anything that I wasn't about, we would, <laughs> we would, we would change the lyrics a little bit with the producers and the writers. But mainly, yeah, I would keep the exact same lyrics.
0: You have a, don't take this the wrong way, but even like your little mama cover and even even the fancy one, like there's a wholesome, but still like kind of almost ratchet vibe that exists, but it's not (laughs) totally, you
1: get what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I mean, like I'm not, I'm not like a girly girl that much. I'm more of a tomboy and I like to wear sweatpants rather than dresses. And I was just always with the boys and that's just like who I am.
0: So how many rap songs did you put out altogether?
1: I would say seven, six. Okay.
0: But so covers. At that moment, you retire your rap career.
1: <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, nah, it's not going to work.
0: <laughs> you've, you've conquered that. I so would, I would only
1: be called like Lil Iggy and all these things. So then I was like, okay, I'm not going to be somebody else. I just want to be myself. I don't want to be called, oh, she looks like this person or she's this person's daughter. Like, I just was done with that. And I was like, okay, I need to be original, find my own sound. And that's when I was going into singing.
0: Cool. And the first time you go into the studio, do you write with the the artist uh, w- with everybody else in the studio, or are you taking songs and like picking through ones that matter to you or represent you?
1: I've gone through everything. So the first cover I did, I I obviously just did a cover, so I did her lyrics and everything. I just got in the studio and did it. And then the first time I was in the studio for an original song by me, um, it was. I can't even remember the first song. Was it Bruh? No, it wasn't. That was, oh, I forgot about Bruh. I did a, that was my original rap song. So for that one, I got sent that song from a producer, Izakiza in Las Vegas. And I had to go to Vegas and uh, record that song with him. And so I didn't write that song at all. He just sent it to me. I vibed with it and I did it. But then for the EP I've been working on now, I was in the studio for... A couple of them and writing in two of them cool. and just I just fell in love with it so that's why I was like okay this is where I want to be I, studio time is like my favorite, my favorite place to be and when I'm in the studio recording fun fact I have to have like all the lights off in my socks and <laughs> I I don't know I just like close my eyes and I can't see anyone and no one can see me and I'm in my little bubble you're comfy yeah I'm comfy so I'm all about comfort
0: Dappen, Bruh, these are records that are a part of one chapter. Yeah. And Leave <laughs> is the start
1: of a new one. Well, I kinda did Summer and All I Need and then Firecracker was Firecracker was a song that was kind of a mix in the in the middle of my rap career to my pop career. Okay.
0: Transitional piece.
1: Yeah. Got it. And then Yeah, Leave is my official first like poppy dance song. And it's crazy.
0: I haven't heard it yet.
1: You haven't?
0: No. And by the time... To- yeah. I, I haven't heard it because everybody's going to be watching this, might be seeing it after the song's already released. We're talking the day before release. Go and listen to it. Yeah. But, but the visuals, I like, keep seeing the teasers and stuff like this. Yeah. What is the biggest difference between Leave and Firecracker and everything else that came before? Well,
1: what I would kind of say about that is... I was kind of doing it for fun and trying it out. You know, I was testing the waters before and just seeing if that's what I really wanted to do. But it's like now is like my official, like real. And it's like, this is what I'm going to do. So it's it's just different for me. And it's on a more real level and it's more official and it it's just more secure. I don't know. It just makes me feel like more official this time. Like, this release is... I'm kind of considering it, like, my first release.
0: I understand that. That makes sense, yeah. So, what was there, like, a defining thing that happened that you were like, okay, this is going to be the legit one? This is...
1: It's because I spent the last year and a half finding my voice and in the studio, and it's, like, now that I'm more developed and more trained and just been doing it for longer i feel just more confident even with it and it's like okay i found my voice this is what i'm going to sound like and i this is the first record i'm putting out of the rest of my career yeah i get it yeah
0: so leave do yeah. you write on that or was that one that you just heard and you're like this makes sense
1: so this song came about very crazy to me i i had Okay, so Borges and his team found my manager or me and were like, hey, we got this song. We want you to audition for it, basically. So they sent me this song and I I just, you know, when you get sent songs all the time, you, you're never, you're kind of just always, you know, sit on your phone, like listening to it, not expecting to be like, oh, like, <laughs> what is this? So I was listening to it and I was so excited about it and so hyped and the fact that it wasn't, they weren't like offering it to me or they weren't like, here's the song, we want you on it. It was like, here's the song, like we're gonna see if we want you on it. So I was like so in love with it and I was like, okay, I need to be on this song. It's like when I set my mind to something, I have to do it. And I got the song, I read the lyrics and I was like, holy crap, like this is really good and I wanna be on this song. So then I had to be with my producer, I recorded it and sent it to them and they were like, okay, We're gonna get you on the song we're gonna have you re-record it when borges comes into town so then i I re-recorded it with him and that's that's how it all happened really
0: so you like the fact that it was not handed to you and it was like more of a challenge
1: yeah because it was kind of more i don't know i like challenges and i i like being surprised with things so it was kind of when i got that call like okay he wants you on the song and before I'd find, found out I was on the song, I was on Twitter and I followed Borges to, you know, check up on everything. And because I had already listened to his music before, but I was never following him and listening to his recent song. So I was listening and I, I DM'd him and I was like, yo, like, I hope you like, I hope you like my verses. I hope you like my song. Like, I hope, like, you know, <laughs> I can work with you. And then I was on his profile and he posted something about Fortnite. And I was like, wait, you play Fortnite? And he was like, what's your gamer tag? Let's play right now. So we started playing Fortnite, and then this yeah. all like happened, and then we still play Fortnite together. And I don't know, it was just like Twitter, Fortnite, you have the song.
0: That is so 2019.
1: Right? <laughs> so
0: the now, and it's crazy.
1: Yeah, it's a funny story that I wanted to share. That's
0: Fortnite. You are very much in the online community. How yeah. do you break in? Like, How do you meet? the group of friends that you kind of hang out with?
1: I don't even know. Like Mainly at events, I meet all these people because they're all in my space, and we all just get along. We know what everyone's going through. We all know the struggles that we've been through. We all know the ups, the downs. So it's like you can kind of click with anybody that's at these events. Like this morning, I was with these dancers, and... I was just clicking with them and getting all their social media. It's like, oh, here's your number. Like, It's not like, oh, let's go get lunch. It's like, oh, let's film a dance video tomorrow. You know what I mean? It's but so different now.
0: Isn't it a little scary, though? Like, you don't know who's a real friend and who's just there to get a few followers? Of
1: course. That's why I'm kind of my main circle and group of friends is all people that I came up with or all people that I've known for 10 years or whatever it is like my best friend is still lives in Michigan we grew up together we were best friends we named ourselves Bobby and Jack we went on adventures like all these (laughs) things so it's like those people I've stayed close with and I've I can I don't know it's like a thing that my mom taught me was like swerving away from the fake people and you can just read right through people and it's like a special power I have so I don't really get involved with fake people and I haven't really had a very bad break or anything from people that a lot of people go through in this industry.
0: Not yet. You're still young. Knock on wood. But you have a boyfriend. He shares a name. Your name. That's so weird. Is it weird?
1: I thought it was weird at first. Yeah, I thought it was weird at first. And now we go, our friends call me Jay and him Jordan.
2: Uh Ah. How did he get Jordan? You got stuck with Jay.
1: I don't know. I still I still complain about it sometimes. I'm like, <laughs> man, why can't I be Jordan? And he's like, but I'm Jordan. And he's like, but I can't be called Jay. Like, that's girly. And it, I don't know. My mom has been calling me Jay, so.
0: It's catching on.
1: It's catching on. But it's really weird when i forget to say babe sometimes and i'm like jordan and i'm like ew i don't like saying that <laughs> name. i don't like my name
0: how'd you meet him because was he an influencer before you guys met
1: yes he was an influencer he posts on youtube and everything and i had gone to his friend's house he lived with a bunch of youtubers in temecula california so i was out there already at a show in oceanside so i would went to his house and we instantly clicked and it. we took a picture with a dog and that was like the start of everything it was a cute little golden retriever
0: that's nice
1: yeah it's weird and it's cool and I don't know
0: is it weird that it's a public relationship
1: it's, it's weird but it's also like I, I can't hide anything and I tried a private relationship all of, of like 2015 and it worked but I was like I don't want to do that again because I don't want to do that again. I don't want to hide that from my fans.
0: Have you committed yourself to living public?
1: Yes. It's kind of what you have to do. If, you, if you're if you an influencer, it's, it's hard to not. I don't know. I feel like I go live. I would have to hide stuff. I would have to... You know, he would post pictures of his house, and if I, you know, try to take a selfie, I'd be like, oh crap, you can see his bed frame in it. Like, fans are going to know. Yeah. It's like, oh, if we're walking across the street, fans are going to take a picture of it. And instead of hiding it, I'm just going to be real with everyone.
0: Are you 100% real on everything?
1: Yes. Like, you get me, you get me. You don't like me, you can leave.
2: <laughs> <laughs> How competitive are you in Jordan when it comes to like social media numbers?
1: Um. Well, not really at all because it's.
2: Because uh. you have
0: more? Yeah. You have <laughs> no. 1.5 million.
1: I mean, but it's, it's. I don't ever think like that. You know, I don't think, oh, I have 5.3 million followers or I have 5,000 followers, so I'm better than you or I'm going to track my numbers and I'm going to make, it's not a competition between us. And if it was, then it wouldn't have worked out, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's not about that.
0: How long has it been?
1: Uh, like six months. Huh.
2: You made him Congrats. get a tattoo after six months.
1: Oh, yeah, Wait, I forgot about that. With your name? No.
0: Well, it's also his name.
2: No, it's, yeah, uh, right? well, it was a unicorn, right? Oh, that's cute. Is it real?
1: Yes. Where is it? Okay, so the story is we were doing a YouTube video saying yes to my girlfriend for 24 hours. It was a trend.
0: Clickbait, baby.
1: So, oh, no, not clickbait. <laughs> this story is 100% real. But um, he had to take a dance class with me. Because I was like, hey, can you take a dance class with me? He had to say yes for 24 hours. No saying no. He, I said, hey, can you get your butt waxed? He got his butt waxed. <laughs> and he was in pain. And now it's growing back all prickly and he keeps complaining. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm a cactus, Jordan. <laughs> and then he had to buy me, j'adore le fleur, like flower thing. Oh. And then he, I was like, okay, can you go get a tattoo? Oh, I was like, hey, can you drive me to this location? Because I didn't want him to know yet. And he was like, Jordan, no pain. Like, this, we're not allowed to give you, like, we're not allowed to do pain. Like, you can't hurt me. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm not going to be hurting you. Uh, so then we get to the tattoo shop. I'm like, okay, here's the little mini corn, mini unicorn tattoo I want you to get on your leg. So it's hidden. He, It's not like it, he doesn't have tattoos, so it wasn't a big deal to him. He has like 20, so it, he doesn't care. Even if I was like, hey, can you get a, Can you get a Pikachu, like, right here? And he'd be like, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't really care anymore. So that's why I was okay with having him get a tattoo. And he was okay with getting that tattoo.
0: Well, you're forever on him.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's a little unicorn. If
0: there's not enough YouTube videos of the two of you that will last forever, the The unicorn unicorn will will. do the trick. (laughs) (laughs) Is any part of you a little scared about that? Like, everything you've posted lasts forever?
1: Well, you could always delete, but it's It's
0: never gone.
1: It's never gone, yeah. It's... It's always there. Fans will always be talking about it. Like, my last breakup, people were talking about it for like six months in my comments and his. Like, it's it's an, It's an, on another level. And the only thing that you could do is block comments. Like, oh, you guys broke up or did you guys break up? So I had to do that for a while because I didn't want to see his name. I didn't want to see anything. Yeah. And then I met Jordan and I was just like, whatever, like, we're going to be public. You can't hide it. And then fans, like... I don't know, my fans though are different than a lot of people's to where they don't send death threats and they're not like mean because they know that I wouldn't date someone that, you, you know, and if they know if I'm happy, I'm happy and they're happy. If they DM me, they're like, are you going through a hard time right now? I'm like, yes, but everything's okay. Like, we're good. And then they're like, okay, Jordan's good. She's good.
0: <laughs> That's all they need is reassurance.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm always, all day, they're like, are you stressed about your song coming out tomorrow? And I'm like, No. Like I'm ready. They're like, "Okay, then I'm ready. Let's do this." It's
0: <laughs> great. So you dated an influencer before Jordan? Yes. What did you learn from that relationship?
1: I learned so much. It was almost 2 years and it was public and and it was just a lot that I went through, a lot that I learned. So my main thing was just I learned how I should be treated, I guess. And now Amen. And now it's almost, like, bad because I'm now used to so being spoiled by my boyfriend. <laughs> literally, like, the yes, standard's knew, we so were, high. we were playing Xbox, and he was downstairs, and I was upstairs. And, like, my water was, like, on the table right there. And I was like, babe, can you come up here and get the water? He's like, where is it? I was like, on my table. He's like, fine. Like, I literally, like, am really spoiled oh now God. because he just, I don't know, he's amazing. So... I I need to work on that. I can get my own thing sometimes, but <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, okay, I need to be treated like a queen, and I should be treated like me, so you're going to treat me like a queen. But there's to an extent, you know, I should have gotten my glass of water, <laughs> whatever.
0: There's <laughs> limits.
1: I'm learning my limits, but it's fine. It's fine.
0: Leave. Does this record set the tone for the EP that's coming?
1: Of course. Yes. Yes.
0: Was that the first song you finished for this body of work?
1: It was the second, actually. First was Cover Up. Ooh! (laughs)
0: Release. First was
1: Cover Up. Whatever. (laughs) I'm not going to say anything else, but there's one song called Cover Up, and that was the first one I did, and that was with the producer I've worked with for about two years now. He actually was the first person to produce the first version of Leave before I did it with Borges. Cool. So that song was first, and then every song was after Leave.
2: Wow. What's the story behind Leave?
1: So how I... Um, read the lyrics and how I interpreted it. it was about It was almost kind of relating to my last relationship you being so perfect for this guy and you treating this guy so well and Him you know just if he wants to leave and then guys always do this to where they they always They always see what they had before like when it's too late They mm-hmm. yeah. and they realize what they had when it was too late. That was what I was trying to say and guys come calling back or they try to you know you wish you didn't leave when it's cold outside or you don't have a place to stay or you you go through all this stuff and then you just want to crawl back and think that I'm going to answer the phone all the time and it's like that's not how it goes but it's it's just like when you're too good for this guy and they just don't realize it and then it's just getting over it and having fun and it's just such a catchy song that I love to dance to so the lyrics did mean a lot to me but it's also the fact that the like the production of it is so amazing
2: so is that what you noticed first you notice the production before the lyrics Is that like caught your attention
1: yeah because the first time I listened to it I had it on my phone and I wasn't able to open the lyrics at the same time because anytime I listen to a song ever I have to have the lyrics pulled up and so I couldn't really focus on the lyrics because I wasn't reading them as I went with it and so the first thing I noticed was the production and then the second time I had to have my mom's phone next to me or my laptop or something and then I listened to the lyrics and looked at them and I was like, oh, like it it was just like <laughs> so amazing.
2: It was like a match made in heaven.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> and Fortnite really sealed the deal. That's match true. Match
1: like in pillow.
0: <laughs> uh, That song Dap and Just Wondering I heard Dap but like you defined it as dancing and snapping.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, yes. We combined it dancing and snapping into one word. I've
0: dapping. heard like you know like Dap.
1: Yeah there's two different versions. I guess people I, I don't Smoke weed or anything, so I have no idea. But I guess like you can hit dabs or something. Oh like no that. no no, that's so, a dab. Dab. Okay, so no people. That's the were, same
0: as the dance move.
1: People were confusing. I'm dapping to, like oh she's hitting dabs. Oh no. So I was like <laughs> no that one's not it, and then dapping when you do the handshake. People were confusing <laughs> both of those things, and then when we did the music video, everyone got it—that we were dancing and snapping. Got it. A lot went, a lot went around with that song because people were like, "What is this girl talking about?"
0: P- picturing you try to take a dab is really fun.
1: Yeah, I just—is <laughs> that what you're doing right now? <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, clearly I haven't done anything in my life. I haven't even t- taken d- take a sip of alcohol. I would, be, wow. I would go nutto, because I'm already like crazy and outgoing. I think. I would either be super mellow or super outgoing. And then if I, I'm already so what's the word? Uh what's the like you know, when you smoke weed, I guess you you get really scared. Oh, paranoid. Paranoid, yes. I'm so paranoid. And that would be terrible.
0: Yeah, that's I not good for you. That.
1: Paranoid. why didn't I think of that word? <laughs> I feel
0: like your your boyfriend and his couple hooligan friends you know definitely partake in some devil's lettuce <laughs> so, and some early boozing
1: my boyfriend's older than me and he said that at Coachella he likes he hit his friends like dab pen because he thought it was a vape or something and he doesn't do any of that and now because we're dating I guess I don't know he's like super cool with that he knows huh. that I don't I don't like that stuff so he doesn't do that stuff but he was never he he never did like anything, and um, he stopped everything when we started dating. Oh,
0: he's dating the queen. He must uh, understand. <laughs> he needs to get it.
1: But he knows, like, if he if he's he's like planning his like twenty first birthday and stuff, and I mean not like actually planning it but he's like i might like take a sip of alcohol on my birthday like, you're gonna be okay with that i'm like yeah like it's your 21st birthday like i'm not gonna tell you what to do you go have fun He should
0: have said no and they just follow him <laughs> the entire night
1: no i mean wide-eyed no, I'm and like, just behind your boys him. night like you go have fun i'm not gonna be at the bar drinking with you guys like that's not my scene no no you can't get in I can't even get in either. (laughs) Like if it's like David Buster's, I can't even go in there to play an arcade game sometimes. Yeah,
0: it's after. uh, I think it's like after eight o'clock or something.
1: Yeah, like you have to be with someone (laughs) twenty-five years or older. I called them the other day because I wanted to go.
0: I'm so sorry. The like, things
1: that 18-year-olds like, worry about is getting their fake ID and going to the club. And I'm like, I can't get into Damon Busters to play basketball. <laughs> like, arcade basketball.
2: So there's a lot of people on Instagram that have a big following, and a lot of them want to be singers or musicians. Yeah. What separates you from them?
1: That's a really good question, because that's like a main thing I kind of talk about, I guess, is so when I grew up, I was one of the first people to release a cover song. It was like me and Madeline Bailey and Johnny Orlando and Carson leaders were like the only four people doing covers. And so I was already doing it way before like all these people and way before, oh, I have 5 million followers so now I'm going to try singing. I have 5 million followers so I'm going to release a song. It was like, I moved to LA, I did a cover, I have like 45 million views or something. So it was, I was already ahead and mm-hmm. What separates me is that I didn't just all of a sudden was like, oh, let me just release a song because I know fans are going to buy it and I'm going to make so much money. It was like not like that at all with me. It was a passion of mine, something I always wanted to do, and I did it early on. And I don't know. It's just like I hate that now that I have 5 million followers, I'm looked at as a social media influencer. It's like, I was a singer. I'm a dancer. Like I'm not a social media influencer, but because I have followers, that's just what people label you as. But I'm, I'm just a singer, and I have five million followers. Like I'm not a social media influencer, you know.
2: So you got the big following from dancing and singing. Yeah. You didn't just get a big following and then decide that's what I'm going to be now.
1: Yeah. No. 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 It, I just got a following because I don't know. <laughs> I just <laughs> people started following me, and because they saw my music videos and my dancing on, like, Abby's Ultimate Dance Competition.
2: So, are you going to continue making YouTube videos, whether it's, like, the dating things or all those YouTube videos moving forward? Are you going to focus solely on the music?
1: So, I'm going to focus solely on the music. It's just now, in the time of the whole year and a half, I didn't want to give my fans nothing, so I was like, okay, I'm going to do YouTube videos to give them something to watch and in the time being of me transforming and in the studio. So that was just what I was doing at that time so that I wasn't inactive and, Mm -hmm. you know, gone off of Instagram. I wasn't going to just turn everything off and then turn it back on. But it's going to be way more music forward. And my YouTube channel is a music channel. It's not a – it's under music. So it was just because I wanted to give my fans something to watch.
0: Yeah, you vlog sometimes and you do different challenges.
1: Well, see, it's fun. And I – I still want to vlog, even though, even if I'm not a YouTuber or anything, because I just love it, and I love making the videos, so I probably will continue it, but just not as much as I do now.
0: Got it. You have a lot going on. Do you have a date for the EP?
1: We do not have a date for the EP. It's very soon, though, because I'll be releasing a single before the EP, or two singles before, so look out for that after Leave Drops, probably every month. And then leading up to about March, April.
0: And you said you wrote, you had a hit in writing two of the records, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, let me think. Cover Up was a song I wrote. And then other songs I like, you know, could tweak a couple of lyrics or anything. But Cover Up was the main song that I was writing on. And am, like the most attached to, yeah.
0: Why was that the song for you?
1: Well... Because I was in the studio and it was right after my breakup. So the whole song is about exactly what I was going through. I read him. So during our relationship in the hard times, I would write what I was going through or write things I wanted to say to him or anything in my notes because I'm not a confrontational person. And if someone is being mad at me or anything, I will just shut up and cry. Like I'm not a person to yell back. I will never I'll never do anything like that. So I'll write it in my notes and make it into a song.
0: So is that covering up your feelings?
1: Yes, it's about it's about him trying to cover things up that he's done or me covering up my feelings. It's about a lot of things and mainly just heartbreak, getting through it and I don't know, there's a little tea in the song too. Oh.
0: Did he cheat? <laughs>
1: no. I don't I mean, you don't know. Like I I didn't ask like he moved on right away, I moved on and I hope not. Well, you know. You don't really know. It's not like, oh, hey, he cheated on you. I never found out, but yeah.
0: Any part of you maybe at one point thought that that relationship was solely for like fame?
1: Yes and no, because I did think that a little bit and then he deactivated his Instagram for a long time. Hmm. And then I was like, Okay, but then he started dating another girl after who had followers so a lot of people just went to, oh, he dated this girl for followers. Now he's dating this girl for followers, but I mean, I knew the person that he was and I didn't think that ever. So, but fans did and other people saw, but I never got that vibe ever.
0: Is it hard to have a majority of your relationships be linked to social media and YouTube?
1: Yes, of course, because it and I guess a lot of people could say this if you're a YouTuber and you you make videos with your boyfriends, It's, it's almost like what's good about me is that I don't ever make it my job or anything. Like I, my channel's not me and my boyfriend, you know, it's, I do vlogs, I do everything else. I do music. So it's like, just for fun, I put a video out there. So it's not like that really.
0: I get it. It's cool.
2: What's this guy's name that we're talking about here? The X? The X, yeah.
1: Oh, his name is Brandon.
2: Brandon. Brandon. I don't know Brandon. i'm gonna look brandon up
1: <laughs> <laughs> good, good luck over there uh leave that is a single
0: that's totally worth your ear i mean i haven't heard it yet but i'm going to listen to it but i will play it
1: for you after please
0: because i've been looking at all the teasers mm. it looks amazing and mm-hmm. all of the visuals look great did you find him yeah i found brandon <laughs> brandon what's the last name uh <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> we're yeah. blowing up a spot we'll bleep that out so nobody knows we don't want to add any more followers to his
1: <laughs> list. <laughs> <laughs> he's like a rapper now. I don't know.
0: Oh Jesus! <laughs> Maybe you guys
2: could collaborate, do a song together one don't, day. Please
0: don't.
1: For <laughs> oh a
2: thousand God, reasons, can, don't. People do People would
1: freak out. People would freak out.
2: Is your Jordan gonna do music now?
1: No. No, he's not gonna. He try can to get sing though. He can sing, but his he I don't know. He just wants to be a millionaire. So.
0: So okay, great. How?
1: <laughs> well, he's. He is very driven, so whatever, he's like me, like, okay, I want this song to be a hit, so I'm going to make the song a hit, and I, I want to work with this person, so I'm going to work with this person. So he his whole thing is, I'm going to buy a Lamborghini in a year, so he's working his way there. He, he has a lot of things that he does, so
0: yeah. Are you disheartened if what you want doesn't come through? Or do you turn that into some form of motivation?
1: Of course, yeah. If something doesn't happen or I don't reach my goal that year, I double it for the next year. So I have to catch up and then reach it again. So
0: I like
2: that.
1: Yeah.
0: What does growing up in a dance community, as a fellow dancer, uh, they are very intense individuals to be around and yeah. they're very competitive. And uh, I mean, be, I, I was the only guy in the class. so I got to watch all these girls interact and mm-hmm. it... <laughs> made me uncomfortable
1: there's a lot of drama yeah and a lot of competition but if it wasn't for that I wouldn't I wouldn't have that in me you know like I but it's also bad because it takes into everything my everyday life like we were we were playing football the other day and I I was like, okay, like I need to make the touchdown. Like I was competitive, even though I had never, I don't know anything about football. I was like, I need to be better than everybody else here. (laughs) It's like always with me, anywhere I go.
0: Does that make you better at being able to handle all of the kids you're coming in contact with today, whether they're dramatic or catty or like whatever it is?
1: Yes, because it's, and also if the dramatic and like catty people and the rude people, it's you're, you're always. If you're the nicer one and the, if you just are positive and everything, you're already, you know, you're already on top because if you have negative attitude and you're rude to people, that's, it's never gonna get you to the top. You have to be nice to everybody and lovable and positive and that's what makes a successful person.
0: Truth. 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 Maybe Abby Lee Miller could have taken that advice earlier. (gasps) Was that a burn? She's Ooh. really she's really intense but she well, she do it I know she's so sick. I follow her very heavily. I like her. I'm actually a really big fan.
1: <laughs> well, she's not like that off camera though. It's it's just a persona for the camera. But there is times where she's still strict off camera, but it's all her character.
0: It, she plays it up.
1: She plays it up and it works and she's so funny though. She's such a funny person. And she she just commented on my photo the other day like i was like where have you been like i it was my happy new year photo and i was kissing my boyfriend and i'm 18 and she comments where is your mother i'm like (laughs) abby (laughs) i'm 18 but she's right there (laughs) (laughs) like i still live with my mom i'm still a mama's girl my dad's out here right now seeing all this unfold the single billboard's out tomorrow and we're having a release party so you have a billboard yes it's going out tomorrow on sunset and Brea.
0: cool prime real estate there but Abby's a character (laughs) but you are not
1: (laughs) no you're just yourself there's some days you know where I'm I'm a little down and stuff or whatever it is or I'm just quiet yeah no I'm never really like anything other than right like I don't even if I'm going through something I'll never show it I get it You know, because that's just also the thing that you put on for your fans. You have to be a role model. If you're going through something, of course, you can talk about it, but you can't be a Debbie Downer and all like it's I was telling my mom this yesterday. It was like if you if you don't like your life or you and you're mad about this and you're mad about that, just change it. Like if you are mad about your relationship and you're so unhappy, just get out of it. Like there's always ways to do something. And if you don't do it, then you'll always be stuck there
0: testify. Amen. Mm-hmm. Stamped. Jordan Jones. Yeah, An honor. Mm-hmm. Thank Thanks you for guys. hanging out. The EP. Listen to it. Haven't listened to it. It's coming soon, but leave <laughs> is worth your ear. No date on the EP?
1: No date yet.
0: How many songs?
1: Five or six.
0: Cool. Cover up's one of them. Final Cover thought?
1: up and leave. Oh, Both on it.
2: I wanted to ask, did what? you know XXX Tentacion, or just you knew him?
1: No, I didn't know him. Oh. And I never saw him live. And I will forever be sad like uh he was my favorite artist or my favorite like rap artist he was my ringtone like the day he died like i i've had his music for i knew about him before exo tour life came out he like i don't know i just loved everything about him obviously obviously there's stuff i don't agree with like everybody else but i was just in it for the music really mm-hmm. i he made good music i loved it he was my ringtone, and...
0: What was it about his lyrics that resonated with you?
1: See, I, my manager sent me this thing the other day. It's like the photo of the nice, innocent little girl with the rap lyrics under it, and I'm like, see, I just like hip-hop. I like being in mosh pits. I like... I, I don't know, <laughs> Have like, you
0: ever been in a mosh pit?
1: Yeah, I love mosh pits. But <laughs> I, 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 I peed myself like, in one once. I will, I will listen to the lyrics and even though i'm like jamming in it and like screaming the lyrics like i have no idea these zans that they're talking about and they're coding or all these things but like i just love the music you know like i'm 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 in it for the music there's a lot of people that are like Wow, you're like so innocent and pure and positive. Like, why do you listen to rap music? I'm like, I don't know. Like, Juice World's my favorite, bro. Like,
0: <laughs> I get Juice World because he's talking about things that are a, at least a little bit more relatable than Codeine uh, and all the other stuff. Uh, no,
1: no. I mean, okay. Uh, Maybe you know, like, some, like Juice World. Yeah, I don't songs, know all of them. I know the ones that are on the radio. There's this song called Black and White that's, I don't even want to say the lyrics, but he's talking about doing a lot of things and a lot of things. Yeah.
0: So, is the music about the lyrics for you? Is it about the beat and the production?
1: I don't I think it's more about having fun and without doing anything,
0: anything that's mentioned in the song.
1: Yeah. It's it's almost like I can say it cuz I don't do it or I like literally I can't tell you why I like rap music. My manager does not like it. He's like you need to be listening to pop songs. You you need to be listening to this artist that's on the come up and I'm like I'm just gonna be over here listening to my Juice World. Like, <laughs> 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 it, I I don't know. And i thriving. Like, yeah, I like festivals and uh, it just and that's like another thing. A goal for this year slash next year is to. Um, perform at Coachella or EDC or something yeah. like that. And Whoa. maybe even if Leave blows up, he said that he'll be performing at EDC and stuff, so he'll bring me out. So that's just like so exciting and a goal that I definitely have in mind.
0: Wow. That is pretty cool. Yep. Very, very cool. Cuz then
1: instead of being in the mosh pits, people are going to be mosh pitting to yeah. my song. But we getting at mosh pits. But what mosh
0: pits <laughs> were you in? Who's like who's concert? Lil
1: Uzi and um uh, 21 Savage, there was like wigs flying around in the concert, <laughs> NAV. <laughs> wow. um,
0: Did he get hit? Did you oh, push yeah, back? Oh yeah, I almost
1: sprained my ankle in like two of them.
0: <laughs> Did he push back? Your mom's going to freak out.
1: <laughs> Wait, why? Wigs, yeah, there was wigs flying around and <laughs> they were like... I don't know. All the girls were just throwing their wigs up in the songs. It's, but like Wig. literally I would I would wait my turn in the mosh pit and I would throw myself in it and I would jump and then like almost break my ankles. I'd fall on the floor at day and night. But it's like I'm not messed up. So like I'm not stupid in those things. You know? Yeah, like, I Everyone it. else is just messed up so, <laughs> so bad that they do like crazy things and they get hurt. But I mean I do get hurt. But
0: <laughs> if I saw you in a mosh pit, I would just protect you at all costs. I think she would have to protect you. Probably, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm a professional, professional mosh pitter.
0: Dude, I'm telling you, I. <laughs>
1: I'll add that to my bio: like, singer, dancer, professional mosh pitter.
0: I got caught in one once, and it, it's a nightmare that sticks with me.
1: Like, um, when you go to like a Travis Scott concert, he'll be like, "Open up the mosh pits, open up!" So they're just huge. They're so fun.
0: Okay, <laughs> love it. I'll I'll enjoy from far away. <laughs> where it's nobody re- can punch me.
1: But what's scary is if you're just paying attention, like watching the person, and then all of a sudden, like, you're in the middle.
0: That's what's happened to me before, and it ruins mosh pits for me. Oh. Yeah, and I didn't know, oh, and-
1: best, and you're already in it.
0: No, no, no. I was taken off. I was uh, I was caught off guard, literally. But, uh, wow. Respect. Jordan Jones. Mm-hmm.
2: Thanks Thank for you. hanging
0: out, dude. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thank you. you. This podcast is
2: part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.